powered by Tidal Health and produced by me, Tony Weig, with expertise from Dr. Chris Snyder. We present Dr. Taboo. So, what's actually worse, body odor or bad breath? Body odor. Okay. Can't hold it. Here we are, episode three, Dr. Taboo, Dr. Chris Snyder. Body odor. <laughs> Welcome to the show. This is Dr. Chris Snyder, a.k.a. Dr. Did you just leave the gym? Taboo. What is that that I smell in here? Well, he's bringing up the topic. The taboo of body odor. What is that? Body odor. Interesting concept. Usually you don't see it till your teen years. Um, and there's a reason why, and hopefully we can explain that a little bit. But uh, body odor is, is actually uh, developments of bacteria mixed with sweat. Now, that's getting really gross. It can get kind of slimy. There's nothing too gross for Dr. Taboo. Come well, on. I, yeah, um, we can get grosser, but we'll, we'll start with this. So hair follicles. So there's kind of two types of glands. There's your hair glands, and then there's your regular skin glands. They produce sweat, and sweat's a good thing because without sweat, you wouldn't be able to cool off on a hot, sunny day. So having sweat is important, and that's why when you get wet, you notice that you cool off much quicker. Well, that's Mother Nature's way of protecting you from temperature variability. Because of that, you produce sweat. So sweat in general doesn't have, it's, it's sterile. It doesn't have any odor to it. Uh, but when you mix it with bacteria that comes from the hair follicles in your armpits and other areas where there's hair, uh, it can create smells. These smells are obviously not present until typically you're in a childhood age, teens, when you start developing hair. Worse in men than women. Obviously, we have more hair than women, and women tend to shave their hair, which eliminates the smell. Um, so there are some good alternatives there, but you've got to watch your hair. As it falls out as you get older, it gets better, too. <laughs> At what point would you call sweating or over stenching or at what point would you call not wanting to be around people because you don't smell good a problem and when should somebody seek help well i think you got to listen to your environment because most people don't smell themselves so that's one of the challenges um parents pick this up a lot in teens so you'll see this in a family practice office where mom brings him in and says boy he smells like onions oh lord what is that smell uh brothers sisters complain about it um Maybe the locker room's complaining about it. I don't know. but uh, And then girlfriends, boyfriends, obviously. So those odors are preventable, though, with antiperspirants. Um, most over-the-counter antiperspirants work well, um, and, and that's important. Uh, hair maintenance also is really important. So uh, and, and, again, women shave other armpits in most cases, but uh, that typically helps them a lot with antiperspirant. The antiperspirants do work. They are, they are effective. So let's talk about hyperhidrosis. Let's say I oversweat. And I'm one of those people that oversweats, but nobody's ever diagnosed it. What will be some of the signs and how would I know I have that? Dr. Tony used a big word. What is hyperhidrosis? That is profuse sweating. And those are the glands that really aren't bad. They're good. Um, but hyperhidrosis is one of these things that really is a problem, especially in your palms, uh, soles of your feet, shoes. Uh, you'll notice wetness that is beyond the average. You'll notice your friends don't quite have those wet palms. Or you shake somebody's hand and they get that. Obnoxious. I didn't get that feel with Tony earlier, so he's good. Um, <laughs> But, but really, the hyperhidrosis does nothing more than add more liquid to the bacteria, which causes more breakdown of the cell, which causes more gas. Uh, and those gases are what smell. 
Uh, you know, the, the, the challenge with these things is, is hygiene is a really big play with this. And then the antiperspirants do help. There are nutritional things that impact it. Uh, eat too much garlic. You ever heard of that one? Yep. That's definitely a big one. Garlic, onions, broccoli, you name it. You can uh, always tell your friends that spaghetti the night before because oh, they'll absolutely. smell like grandma's garlic bread. Yep. Mama Maria's gotcha. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that pasta will definitely get you. Um, so there, there's not a lot you can do that. There's also genetic predisposition to those, uh, especially during hormonal times there are these are quote pheromones so during reproductive ages when women are not menstruating there is a time where they're supposed to be that smell is attracting so i'm not sure i'm not getting that tony but um but i guess it's there um so and and again the hormones have a big play in this uh there, there's a multitude of pharmaceuticals that can affect this um and then skin disease uh, remember skin's the largest organ in the body um so you have to be real careful how you take care of it so uh, any kind of infections or diabetes uh even cardiovascular disease or medications to treat there such can affect your skin so um again if you notice a sudden change when you go see your doctor not with hyperhidrosis in most cases, because that's benign. Um, but when you see your doctor with these things, is, is probably the best time to go is when you've had a sudden change. So say you're 30 years old and all of a sudden you start stinking. Um, mama's telling you you're stinking. Uh, you need to probably go see somebody, especially if you just start on a new diabetes medicine or uh, you've had dietary changes. And uh, there's a lot of folks out there trying different diets, different vitamins. Things go in, must come out. Again, I talk about these programs a lot but we are a method to our madness um, so just be careful what you put in your mouth uh, because it's going to eventually come out somewhere thank you and please do go take a shower i'll give that one an amen <laughs> dr Tabu, thank you very much for coming today we appreciate you we will see you next time it's a pleasure if you've got an idea for a great Dr. Taboo show, please shoot us an email. Please use drtaboo at titlehealth.org. And if it's yucky enough, we'll be talking about it in a future episode. Thanks again. No matter the health topic, if it makes you squirm, Dr. Snyder has likely treated it. Listen in each week as he and I tackle a new yucky topic, one that you are probably too embarrassed to ask your own doctor about.